Ethical disclaimer. While Diana and I are psychologists, we aren't your psychologists. Reverse psychology is not a replacement for therapy. If you're interested in speaking with a therapist, please check out some of the links in our episode description. Now, on with the show. Sound town 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 town. Take this to sound town. Pound 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 pound. You're talking so softly. I know. I don't feel good. It's a pre. It's a post nap voice. Oh, this is going to be such a good episode. I know. This is going to be one where I have to ramp up the speed. Like, I thought you did it on all of them. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes we're really lively and going up 5% sounds like we're on cocaine. <laughs> but this is going to be one where it's going to go up like 15 to 20%. I thought you just speed me up. That would be a nightmare because then you'd be saying stuff that is not corresponding to what I'm saying. Oh, I've been telling people that you just speed me up. I don't know. Yeah, how I would be a tech, I'd be a tech wizard if I could just speed up your voice. I don't know. I don't know how things work. No, I intentionally talk slower to match your cadence. And then okay, sorry. <laughs> in the post, I speed both of us up. Um, trying to figure out how to order paint online. Okay. There's a paint steer. Paint steer? <laughs> he runs down the neighborhood, splashing paint everywhere. Paint store. Yeah! There's a paint store near us. What's it called? Tanner Paint Company. Oh, like your nephew. That's right. Your nephew paint company. Um. <laughs> so anyways, we got a call there. I don't know if they're open during the crisis are they essential according to ron DeSantis, everyone's essential what are we doing here who are we oh um it's rainy we're rainy today we're rainy we're poorry we were just snorry <laughs> i'm dr <laughs> dr mike you're dr mike <laughs> yeah describe let's do it let's do a role play okay. where you play me i play you okay i'm dr mike i'm i have a beard I showed my wife my long ear hair today, and I'm out. a psychologist, Take that out. comma, adult, <laughs> licensed psychologist. <laughs> is that you being me? Yeah. You're an idiot. Wow. Is that you being me? Do I call you an idiot? No. We, we're we lo- Is that you being me being you? <laughs> Who are you? I'm Dr. Diana. I'm... <laughs> Um, a clinical psychologist, board certified behavior analyst. I have 13 other jobs. Um, <laughs> I'm always AWB, always be working. Okay. That was fun. How did it feel to be me? Powerful? Yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Today or in my life? Just in your, in your brain. I, your uh, I, uh, just woke up from a nap. Before that, I had the majority of a box of Velveeta macaroni and cheese, <laughs> which I think is correlated why I nap so hard. I know. My body was like, this is a lot of poison you just ate. <laughs> we need to sleep this off. But was that in combination with like the yard work that we did earlier with tons and tons of pollen that I breathed in? Oh, yeah. So it's like, it was just my body is just immune system was really working hard. You can also tell we are at such a low level of stimulation given how much we've been home for the past couple of weeks that we're getting more into old timey stuff. Like we stood and watched a caterpillar crawl for about 45 minutes this afternoon. And a neighbor walked by. We're like, it's a caterpillar. And they came over. It was great. I got a new hoop and stick to play with tomorrow. I can't wait. This is going to be great. Really? Yeah. It's, it's life at a slower pace. I, 
I again, I feel kind of guilty for saying, but I kind of love it. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I really miss going places. So we went for a run this morning with our friend Steve. We all stayed at a safe distance apart. But it was very creepy because for a good portion, we were running like down the middle of the street and there's no cars. Mm-hmm. When we were walking to go get coffee, there was like, there's no one out. All the bars and restaurants we normally go to were closed. Uh, it was dead silent. All you heard was like the deafening birds. Yeah. There's a lot of bird action. Yeah. Birds. I'm starting to think the birds caused this. <laughs> they, seem, they seem pretty proud of themselves. There's a lot of birds, a lot of squirrels. I saw uh, this week, I saw a possum crossing the street in the middle of the day. Yeah, what is he doing? I don't know what Our is happening. Are possums usually daytime animals, but we've pushed them to the night? <laughs> no, they're nocturnal. Last night, we were watching a TV show, and I heard crunching of leaves, and I got really creeped out that I thought someone was walking in our backyard. And so I went to the back window, and I pulled open the curtains really quickly and shined a flashlight. And it was, it was just a possum, just like like lumbering around the yard, eating ticks. Is this more boring than usual? Or do we just... I think this is fun. I'm having a great time. Possums are America's only native marsupial. Great. Do you know Our that? dogs are freaking out. Our dogs hate possums. I just hate anything moving in the backyard. Possums make our dogs feel strong because when they run up, the possum flips over and plays dead. They're like, oh, we killed it already? <laughs> Good for us. Um, I did... Um, What's your life been? A lot of talking to my parents, a lot of FaceTiming. Yeah, so you're not having as good a time as I am. A lot of FaceTiming with the couch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hold on, are we both in the picture? Yeah. Neither of you in the picture. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And then yesterday, my mom was texting me saying, like, I'm going a little bit crazy. Like, you know, I've had a lot of time with your dad and da da da. And I texted her, I meant to say, pretend that you're deaf. And I wrote, accidentally pretend that you're dead <laughs> yeah what a text to get from your daughter hey just pretend you're dead <laughs> so that was that was the funniest thing that happened to me this weekend good no besides that nap which wasn't funny but no um that was really jarring it was a it was quite an experience yeah so that was two things happened this weekend oh my god so we're <laughs> oh my god i know this is the life we did catch up with some friends we hadn't seen or talked to in a long time which i'm finding really nice about this that's something i want to try to keep doing even i know even after we go to post-apocalyptic yeah we'll see yeah we'll see maybe we get busy again we forget are you wearing a mask right now i'm wearing a scream mask some places are mandating what mask wearing like some other countries and like even when you run when i go to work on tuesday i have to wear a mask do they give it to you or do you have to do a homemade one you get one per week unless it gets there i forgot what the wording they use is like remarkably soiled and then you have to show it and argue why you need a new one but you only go in once a week i know i'm gonna try by by lunchtime to have mine remarkably soiled <laughs> it's just like full of poop hey i don't know what happened <laughs> can i get a new one <laughs> i'm also not seeing patients in person so there's Inside yeah it's like in the cup part Hey, I got confused on what this was for. Can I get a new one? Can you bring it home at the end of the day? Yeah, it's mine. Okay, we'll just bring it home. Yeah. Just saying. Is it an N95? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm a doctor. I'm going to ruin the quality of it by drawing like wolf teeth on the front of it. <laughs> like a badass. <laughs> and then I'm just smelling marker all day long. <laughs> and then oh, they're man. like, oh, you know, you're more susceptible now to the You virus. know what I heard today was that it's possible that we've been told for a long time for non-sick people to not wear masks out in public so that the front lines people have masks available yeah 
Yeah, that's kind of what I thought what, what it was. But the fact that they haven't been telling us to wear homemade masks until now. Well, they didn't figure out how to make the homemade masks. And now people are <laughs> all over the internet showing you how with a bandana. Yeah, it's just the whole thing is like very worrisome because it's just hard. No one knows what to do. No one knows even how to wear a mask. Which no, is it's my favorite. Our new favorite game. My favorite game is how are you wearing this wrong? <laughs> I The classic one, the most common one is the very gently on your chin, not covering mouth or nose. No, I saw a mouth cover. Only. Just just mouth exposed nose yep. is, I think that is the closest to correct while being the most often wrong. Mm. Uh, mask yamaka is also a really popular <laughs> one. I see people wear them sideways. I see people wear them and then like scratch underneath them i see people wear them until they get to the cash register then they take them off to talk to the cashier i see people wear them and then in a place and then get in their car and continue to wear them i see that all. i see people wearing gloves and a mask and they get into their car with their gloves and mask and mm-hmm. i'm like unless you plan on dying with those on you're not doing the right thing mm-hmm. yeah. i like how we both just picked our nose at the same time <laughs> we are in sync all right i'm jt your Joy Fatone. Reviews or no? Yeah, uh, kinda. What? I'm gonna say this is targeted towards you. Oh, no. And I think you owe someone an apology. Uh-oh. So this is a review from Eric111I111. Wait, we ha- we heard from him last week. We did. Yeah. And then they updated the, the review know, for the I third time saying... Y'all didn't like my jokes. This is the last review you're getting. And then an angry face. <laughs> Eric, you just got the real dining experience because that's how I feel all the time. I say a joke that I think is really good. And then she just goes, okay. Well, no, I mean, you're, you're generally really funny, but it, you know, me or Eric, both good, but it's a lot like it, there's just a lot of you all the time. Yeah. So sometimes I am not actually just really listening. Yeah. Is that what happened when I read Eric's joke? No. And you were like, oh, that's not funny. I was thinking of something else. Okay. So I think you're Eric and apology. Sorry, Eric. One and I won one one. Eric, I thought it was great. But I loved the joke. I'm glad that he re-reviewed us because otherwise we'd have nothing to read this week. And he hates that. And he saw something and he said something. We hurt him. Here's a quick lesson. This is what a real apology is. You, you express regret. Eric, I'm really sorry that that happened. You... Um, what was part two? You identify <laughs> what you did wrong. I feel really, I'm really sorry that Diana and to a much lesser extent, I did not express how we felt about the joke. And oh, I remember abdominable snowman. Yeah. No, it's because we corrected it. I, we didn't correct it as much as I just misread it. I'm sorry I misread it and uh, we didn't give it the props it deserved or we didn't show the appreciation it deserved yeah, because we appreciate you. you took the time to review now thrice and that's just really sweet of you. Thank you. How we're going to remedy it, we're going to say this, but also we are going to put our full attention into reading reviews and uh, laughing, deep tummy laughs. <laughs> um, um, to make it up to you, Eric, if you DM us your address we'll send you some stickers yeah or some other stuff too i don't know whatever we have laying around the house um we'll make you a reverse psychology n95 mask it's just going to be an n95 with a sticker on it mike writes some sweet notes in i do the sticker letter in marker yep and then i sniff the note and then i send it off no you spray it with a little of your cologne i spray a little cologne which I is s- axe body spray yeah i sleep with it tucked into my panties <laughs> Just to get the smell. And then, so when you read it, you get the full experience mm. of being in my underpants. 
Okay. So well, on that note, on that note, let's let's. What talk are you about, doing today? My topic is. Binge watching. Cool. Binge, binge television. Our dog is giving me intense eye contact. and He thinks it's dinner time. It's close, so we better... better it's, we're not, yeah, he'll let us know. Yeah, he's going to lose his mind. The only two times he knows perfectly are time to eat dinner and time to go to bed. Yep. And he becomes a real bee when those happen. <laughs> he's like, he knows it's not time, but he is being impatient right now, I can tell. All right. So, so binge watching. I wanted to talk about what binge watching is, some of the motivations for it, and the risks of it. Okay. Because we're in a world now where I think binge watching was popular, and now it's become even more popular. Yeah, it's. Are you a binge watcher? Um, probably not. Well, I don't know what the um definition criteria Good is. Thing you brought that up. So well, there's okay. There's inconsistency in what the definition is, just because it's kind of a newer thing, mm-hmm. and so one of the, the one of the more popular ones is saying watching two or more of the same TV show tv episode in one watching tv session two or more of the same episodes so like watching the office two or more times in a row yeah okay i think that's a low threshold that's really low because i definitely do that i would say almost because of shows are of different lengths i would almost have to say like it would have to be like a length time. of time you're like watching for more than an hour and a half of a tv show well when do you have to like when does that netflix thing come on that says are you still watching how many episodes in? It's not even episodes. It's like time. I mean, I want to say it's like 120 minutes. No, in it's not time. It's episodes. It's definitely been time for me because like midway through an episode, it's <laughs> like, hey, are you still watching this? I'm gonna no, look- it does not come up in the middle. It's always when I'm a new episode starts. Finally, a way to stop Netflix from asking if you're Yay. still watching. Oh, it's my really God. really shaming. Thank you, GQ. Uh, Finally. <laughs> that's the thing that's really been getting in the way of my life. It's called Netflix shaming. And we don't have to take it anymore. Yeah, so someone someone made a program to deactivate that. Um, I don't, it doesn't say when, how often it comes up. There are just thousands of pages on how to disable it. Uh, good question, though. Maybe we should go binge something and find out. Yeah, so I don't feel like I watch a ton of TV, to be honest. I definitely get antsy. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't watch probably more than four episodes of, like, a half-hour show at one time. Yeah. I get Having read this, I can definitely see. So there's in a minute, we'll talk about like the motivations for mm-hmm. doing it. I definitely see one or two of the motivations where like there's some v- ways I see you binge watching oh. and like specific reasons why, which makes sense. Well, we'll get there. There's a lack of consensus if the two or more episodes is enough. And I, I don't think that's enough, especially for like there's some TV shows that are like 20 minutes long. Yeah. So there's some cartoons I watch that are 10 minutes long. So watching 20 <laughs> minutes of a cartoon means I'm a binge watcher. Fuck you, doctors. I don't know how. I'm glad I didn't pay my copay. (laughs) So some professionals will associate binge watching with like other types of binging. So like uh, binge Uh eating Uh within like a binge. Like you do it at the same time? No, or just like, just like the, a bingey person. But you're like a bingey person. And also some think the mechanism is the same because like you can... You can eat a lot of food, but it's not technically a binge. Like a binge eating technically is there's an element of losing control Mm. and like an addictive behavior type element to it. Mm -hmm. So like if you go into Thanksgiving and you're like, I'm going to eat a ton of turkey. I'm going to have a lot of stuffing. I'm going to all these things. And then you do. That's like technically not a a binge. That's just overeating. You pre-planned it? Yeah, it's a (laughs) pre-plan. Whereas if you go into Thanksgiving and you're like, I'm just going to have just the white meat, a glass of water. But like once a year, that's not. Right. Well, I mean, a binge is a binge. Like if you 
if you like you you don't drink very much if mm-hmm. ever like mm-hmm. i can think like in the past year like th- two or three times you've drank if you mm-hmm. if we went out and then you like knocked back nine glasses of wine like that's i'd die y- you would die but that's also a binge like even if you only do it once a year yeah y- it's it's to- i feel like you should have an out on like thanksgiving holidays yeah yeah you well, can watch as much as you want you can eat as much as you the, want the the weird loophole of it is just <laughs> for it to technically not be a binge is just a plan on it like, yeah. like if, if you're going to things guys hot tip if you're going to thanksgiving and you don't want to be considered a bingy person just say you're going to eat a lot and get blackout drunk and then you're there's nothing wrong with you anymore well okay that, that doesn't make a ton of sense just because if you say i'm going to spend all day watching tv you would still be binging true true so, so that which is interesting because one consensus is that there are specifically two types of binge watching mm-hmm. there's intentional and unintentional binge watching Okay. From this viewpoint, the intentional is just what you said. Like the person that says, you know, on Saturday, I'm just going to watch every episode of The X-Files, which would take you forever because there's like yeah, a thousand of them. Yeah, that would take you many Saturdays. So that's an intentional binge. Uh, interesting, that's like less problematic. It's more problematic for like h- hygiene and health and stuff like that, but it's less indicative of a bigger problem. Hmm. Whereas unintentional is, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get home. I'm going to watch one episode of The Office while I make dinner. And then you don't make dinner at all because you're like nine episodes in. Okay. Has that ever happened to you? Like an unintentional TV binge? Not really. I mean, like I said, usually after about four, I'm like, I'm really antsy and I'm like, I got to get shit done. Like I got to go. Like I don't. Yeah. You do walk around a lot yelling, do work, son. (laughs) I just can't. It, I get like, I can't sit still that long. What are some shows lately that you. That's why I don't do well on planes. (laughs) You are super plane fussy. You're binge fussy too. <laughs> what what are some shows that you've binged lately, or you've come close to a binge? Well, on? it depends. Are we saying two episodes? I would say a show that you watch in series or you watch exclusively. I don't know if we would count unorthodox because there's only four episodes. I watched two episodes, but we watched like two. I mean, we we watched three episodes, then one episode. Yeah, well, that was probably binge. That was great, though. I know it was so good. I felt myself actively leaving my body. That's magic. I felt myself like being so distracted from reality and like engrossed in this tv show that i was like as a quick aside it's a drama about a woman leaving an orthodox jewish community uh, hasidic hasidic yeah the community in new york and and like fleeing to berlin it's amazing it was like it's something that i'll think about for a long time like i've been just yeah what were you gonna say so so keep that feeling in mind when we go to the 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 motivations for binge watching because that's like dissociation yeah so like we'll talk i knew it was happening and i was like i'm just gonna because that rarely happens for me that i mm-hmm. get like so engrossed in a movie or a book or something that i'm like take me away yeah i uh, feel like with that show too they it wasn't even just the story every element of it was so engrossing like the lighting was so specific yeah, yeah. and the costume it, yeah. and the music and there was like three different languages it was just like so much like I definitely felt a little like trapped within it at times where yeah. I'm like, there's so much here. Like mm-hmm. this is crazy. But I don't think I do that very often. I think. No, I don't think you do. Especially with new stuff. You may watch The Office yeah. a bunch of times in a row. But you know what's interesting? I do what's interesting? Uh, watch The Office. I've watched 30 Rock a bunch of times. I've watched um, Parks and Rec a bunch of times. When I was growing up, I mean, one, we couldn't really binge TV. Yeah, this is a newer phenomenon. Yeah, but I did have it. one no, of those no, 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 no. TV <laughs> one of those TV, little TVs in my room that had a built-in 
VHS. Oh my god! You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's it like a, a little lot teeny. like you. You were raised with more than enough. <laughs> it was. It was in my room, actually. Oh yeah, I know. I remember when I I saved up money from like allowances and doing odd jobs around town and like shoe shine and I remember so clearly I got a TV and like I my mom drove me to Montgomery Ward which is a department store mm-hmm. and we bought like a, like a it was like a probably like a 13 inch TV yeah there was no cable hookup in my room so I had the antennas yeah it was oddly I think about this a lot because it's like a very comforting thought like it was very hot and humid and it was about to be a thunderstorm like that feeling yeah and I put the TV in my bedroom and like sat with it pouring rain outside watching like super staticky cartoons in my bedroom. Aww. And I was like, ah, I made it. <laughs> like a month later, my parents, my mom like burst open the door and I was watching The Simpsons on like on one volume because uh-huh. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Oh, and I was like, she had they'll never know. And she, yeah, well, she knew I was in there watching TV, but it was too quiet. So she burst in and she was mm. like, if I ever catch you doing that, I'm taking that away. Mm. And I felt myself about to yell i bought this but then i was like nope <laughs> first of all i have a stutter this is not going to come out very very forcefully yeah that's crazy what what else were you not allowed to watch just listen i know a lot of people weren't allowed to watch the simpsons. the simpsons i couldn't watch i couldn't watch mtv at all which Did is you which have just, it? we had it it came with our basic cable mm-hmm. package was not allowed to watch it which is funny because that was a time when it was just music videos mm-hmm. it's worse now probably than it was back then i couldn't watch there was a canadian kids variety show called you can't do that on oh, television I, love that show. I wasn't allowed to watch it purely on the basis of the title <laughs> you can't do that on television yeah my mom was like it can't be good no it was when you said what, what i you, don't know i don't know you get slimed and then yeah. you said water you get water yeah it was bad show i think but I liked it. Was it was it a dirty show? No. My parents would not let me watch that. Which is so funny because one of the things we would do as a family is every Saturday night, we would watch Walker, Texas Ranger, which is actually like a wholesome show. Every Friday night, we would watch Homicide, Life on the Streets <laughs> as a family. Homicide is the... You guys pre- had family TV night. We had family TV night where Aww. we ate pizza and chicken wings and watched Homicide, Life on the Streets, which was a gritty depiction of homicide detectives in Baltimore. <laughs> and then it's just funny looking back on it like i wa- i rewatched that like a uh, like maybe maybe five years ago i like downloaded them and watched them i'm like this this is like this makes law and order svu look clean it is mm. like it is harsh yeah and meanwhile my mom's like don't watch the simpsons it's gonna warp your mind yeah hurry up we're gonna watch we're gonna figure out who decapitated this homeless person I could watch anything. Surprise, surprise. I was the youngest of five. Everything yeah. had been beat out of my parents. I could What was popular to watch when you were a kid? Um Like for me, Snick was a big thing. Like Are You Afraid of the Dark, Roundhouse, Ren and Stimpy. I watched Ren and Stimpy. That was on the cusp where I would I could only watch it because my dad liked it. Oh. And so we would watch it together. Mm. But my mom was like definitely not cool with it. We had HBO. <gasps> yeah. Did you watch Real Sex? It wasn't back then. When did real sex start? I don't know. When it did was, sex stop being fake and start being real? I I could watch... I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I watch. I watch Ren and Simpy. I watch a lot of... I remember watching a lot of cartoons. <sighs> I wish you still watch cartoons. I know. You will not watch cartoons with I me. I know. I tapped out like a long time ago. No. I watched Gummy Bears. I watched Smurfs. I watched... What were the snorkeling Smurfs? Snorks? Snorks. <laughs> I watched Alf, Elf, the TV show. Elf was a dirty show. 
Yeah, he was a dirty dude. He was a dirty. He was a. He's a dirty he was alien. A, he was a penis nosed alien that <laughs> ate that ate cats. And you know what another word for cat is? Um, the p word. Kitten. Pussy. Don't take that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, hold on. I want to tell you something about the VHS little TV okay. with the VHS. Do you need me to get you a tissue for your nose? No, it's itchy. It's not. There's nothing in it. Okay, tell me about your little TV with the little VHS player. So I. This is going back to like me kind of watching things that I've seen a lot now. Like I, there's just a comfort in like the repetition of it for me. Mm-hmm. I used to watch, there were a couple movies I'd watch a lot. Yeah. Um. One was The Breakfast Club. One was okay. 16 Candles. Um, Real John Hughes fan. Yeah. I just seen them a lot. And then, so I just, I had them on VHS and I would watch them like almost every night to fall asleep too. Mm. Um, oh. I'm trying to remember any other ones that Dirty Dancing I'd watch a ton. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of like I'm doing that now, but with a lot more things. Yeah. With a different mechanism. Do you still find it comforting? Like if we were to put on The Breakfast Club, are you still like, do you still get that like comfort, warm feeling? Um, Probably not. Hmm. It's more, it's, it's, um, it's recent things I've seen a lot. Like I haven't seen that a lot lately so it's funny because i i feel like that when i watch the original star wars trilogy mm, like yeah I, I watched those a lot i had them on vhs in like a box set and i would i would just watch them over and over again and so now when i watch it it is a very comforting like oh this is this is a nice home feeling hook is another one that i watched yeah, a I, that one i watched a ton actually yeah and it, and still when i watch it i find it very like it funny and i'm not even i'm not even laughing at it it's like i'm laughing with the memory of watching it mm. when i was a kid you're laughing at yourself i'm laughing at myself as a fat it. little kid <laughs> in my parents basement all right so talk about so uh there's been a lot of a, a lot of studies trying to find uh like what the predictors are of binge watching and like what the like the personality types i say that just to say that in all i was really trying to find some hard research on just oh let's explain this the research is pretty crappy and there's not really a lot of good stuff the most compelling was a kind of recent one where it's like there's no explanation to it it's a really small sample and they're like people who binge watch also seem to be depressed but Hmm. not always yeah and so there isn't really a lot of good evidence saying like these are the factors that predict it Hmm. but there are two questionnaires that look at tv watching and binge watching and really it gets at the motivations for it Hmm. which is really interesting because there there's a parallel in drug use and drug addiction where it looks at the motivations for drug use because early on when people would look at drug use you'd find that not everyone had bad outcomes like like interesting like a lot of the majority of people that try like try cocaine or heroin they don't do it again and they don't really have any bad outcomes from it oh really yeah. And so a lot of the early drug addiction research was very murky because it was like, we can't really predict wh- who's going to have a problem until you look at th- the motivations for drug use. Mm. And then you find that if you're using for uh, the social aspect, like you're probably not going to have problems. Like you can just leave that social environment and you're going to be fine. Whereas if you're using it to cope with emotions or escape from reality, like you're going to develop problems to it. Sure. Same thing with TV watching and binge watching where they're looking at why would someone binge whether it's intentional or not intentional and so i wanted to go through that really quick so there's these these two measures so how have they looked at these measures like do they just how's these how have these studies been done with these measures the two that i'm going to talk about they administered them across a large sample 
but they also administered them along with things like the audit which is a drug abuse screener we just got a text from our friend steve saying it's almost time for the monkeys <laughs> speaking of binge watching yeah i know steve watches the monkeys every sunday <laughs> and then always tells us to watch it maybe we will it's cute love the monkeys it's so sweet too because we ran with him this morning and he told us i will text you to remind you that I the know. monkeys are on and then he did two minutes That's to five cute. nice little timestamp for everyone listening i don't remember what else. oh so they administered these questionnaires along with things like the audit which is a drug abuse screener uh, a depression inventory um all, all these different things so they're really looking at do the items within the measure hang together and yeah. so to a um yeah factor you got, analysis yeah so, so they do a factor analysis they do um uh inner class correlation oh. icc they, they did a whole bunch of different measure statistics basically saying like we think that there are four reasons why someone will do this and then they give it to like a thousand people and then they see if there's some measures it's kind of like when you take a buzzfeed quiz and it's like which one are you going to be? It's kind of the same thing. Okay. So they administer these to people. They have these people like self-select as like binge watchers or no. So they ask them questions about their TV watching habits. Mm-hmm. And then they also ask them the reasons why they watch TV or why, or, or their opinions towards TV watching. Mm-hmm. And then they ask them other things like, are you like, how do, like how often do you feel depressed or how often have you drank more than you wanted to? And they, they're, so they're looking at internally, do these measures seem to measure what they're trying to get at? And also do they correspond with what you would think they would correspond with? Mm. And so the first measure is motivations to watch a TV series. And so why would someone sit down and start to finish complete a TV series? Uh-huh. So this is like really hard hitting science. Uh, <laughs> the first one is emotional enhancement. Okay. And so someone might watch a series because it makes them feel good or feel better that's kind of like why i watch the office like it makes me happy it makes me yeah it's comforting yeah i also do that to like watch cartoons because like it's a kind of a reliable like i'm gonna laugh at this i'm gonna feel better yeah uh you like laughing i like la- i love to laugh you know do you I, love to laugh it was on your dating profile was it <laughs> i don't know i you did you have a dating profile? i've never had a dating profile i have a linkedin which i'm not getting a lot of hits on <laughs> yeah that scene is tapped out personal enrichment is the other motivation so this might be someone who binge watches like the ken burns documentary series like i'm gonna enrich my life and watch this like that uh educational yeah yeah so it's like an educational so like i definitely binge watched um the untold history of the united states uh, or the oliver stone documentary i did this like the year it came out but that was the motivation i was like i never knew any of this stuff i need to learn more about it and so my my binge or my motivation was purely i need to know more about this coping escapism so this is kind of like what you're talking about with like you are so engrossed in that world of unorthodox. Yeah, it rarely happens for me. So I when it does, I'm like, yes. Yeah. So nice. I think that so there, I don't have any concrete evidence on this, but I think that people that are drawn to full sci-fi series like this is a piece about that. Like it is purely escapism. Like you're on a starship, you're fighting aliens. There's nothing real going on. It's like so engrossing. Like that when people describe why they like like Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek, it's it seems to be this whole holistic escapism. It's funny because it's called fantasy, so it's like or like maybe sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's, usually, it's, like, it's usually like a slash in there. It's like sci-fi slash fantasy. Yeah, it's like not real reality. Yeah. So yeah, Game of Thrones. I think that's a motivation for a lot of people. Well, there's a combo motivation. So I know some people that love Game of Thrones because of the escapism. The other group, which is the fourth category, is being social. Hmm. So I purely know people that watch stuff just because everyone else is watching it. So exotic. 
Yeah. And there's usually like a wave. Like there's a wave of people that watch it for this like emotional enhancement. And then it becomes a, like a cultural thing. And now there's a wave of people that are watching it purely to like understand what the memes are trying to say. So those are the motives to watch TV series. But now some motives for binge watching. Okay. First one is engagement. Some people identify themselves as a TV person. And so a motive towards doing the, these long binges is like, this is what I do. It's the same thing as someone hmm. who identifies as a gamer. And or so, a runner. Or a runner. It, exactly. So like, it's in that classification where... I'm a runner, so I'm going to like binge run three hours we this weekend. We do binge run. We do binge run. Mm-hmm. Or a gamer who's like, I'm going to get home and like game for the next three or four hours like because I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. So there are people that are like, I'm a TV person. Like I go home and I binge watch a TV show. So it's more like an of their uh, identity. Positive emotions. This is the motivation to do it to feel happy. And so a person might uh, like, oh, I had a bad day. I'm going to go mm-hmm. home and watch this very happy show. Or like, I'm feeling really stressed. And so I'm going to watch Bob Ross for the next nine hours until hmm. I feel better. Desire savoring. So this is a motive, like a binge that is planful. I do this a lot. Yeah. I could see this being like, like oh, Saturday, I'm just going to lay around and watch TV all day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another twist on that where it's when a new TV show comes out, often I won't watch it until it's done. And so it's like, hmm. oh, new season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is out. I'm not gonna watch it until it's done, and then I'm gonna like binge watch it because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna really save all this and and watch all of it at the same time. Remember when we had to? Well, remember when we had to wait a week in between? I kind of liked that. Mm. It's like I mean, sex. it was just a different world. We didn't yeah. know any better. We were so dumb. Well, we just there was like TV season. Yeah, and then like sweeps. What was that called? Sweeps Week. Sweeps Where they would do like, there was Sweeps Week, which was like crazy stuff would happen. Mm -hmm. But then there was also, there was always a week of like clip shows. Yeah. Or like reruns. Reruns. God, reruns. I kind of forgot about that. When I was in college. It's like the equivalent of like live podcasts that they bank and then play. Yeah. Because they don't have one for one week. Yeah. Ugh. We don't have any live ones. We're not going to do that to you Because we care about you guys. (laughs) Uh Every Thursday in college, was it Thursday? It was every Thursday. One of, one of my friends had a DVR. Mm. So we would record 30 Rock in the office. We would wait till 30 Rock. I think, I think it was before the office. We would wait for the first show to start. Then we would walk to this cafe that was on campus. All of us would order dinner to bring it back. So by the time we got back, the first show was done and the next one was starting. Then we would watch the first show fast forwarding through commercials. And then like as what a, a plan, as a group, every Thursday we'd watch one episode of this. Like we would watch this show together and then we would like sit and talk about it. Aww. We would do that for lost too. So every Wednesday we would sit in a room, watch lost, talk about it. We would always wait until like the next week on lost and be like, Holy shit. Do you think they're actually going to like, Oh my God. See what that polar bear is about. God, that no. show! That show! I had to stop. You watched it all the way through. Well, because but... I'm a I'm a completionist. No, there's things you stopped. There's things you have stopped in the middle. Are you talking about sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want. It, it was more of a um. Hey, do you guys want to get together and watch this show on this night? Kind of a planned yeah. hangout. That was, I liked that though. I like the planned planned timed hangouts like hey there's a half hour show let's watch this together and then like go our separate ways we would do that with the first um queer eye for the straight guy i I feel like if that was 
a weekly show, that would be a fun thing to do a weekly watch. Because yeah. that, that's a very positive show. Yeah, it's a little too positive. A little sometimes. bit too positive. Karamo, come on, man. It's just this. I I like the idea of it, and I like the concept, and I like to watch it every once in a while. But it it's a it's the form. It's a formula. It's so right? formula. So it's like there's gonna be a moment where, where Bobby has a hard time going into a church. Yeah. My favorite is Karamo's gonna set up a wall of Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Boxes. Karamo definitely ran out of stuff to do because there was that episode where he's like, stack these boxes, knock them over. Them <laughs> that's you knocking down your barriers. And then there's Antony. It's like, we're gonna do something fun. We're gonna make we're gonna put some peanut butter on some toast and make peanut butter toast. It's like a real fun thing to do. <laughs> Anthony, you have nothing to do. Next motivation. Uh, pleasure preservation so some people will binge watch because the, their motivation is to not have anything spoiled for them oh. so their worry is that if i don't watch all of this now i'm not going to complete it or I'm, a person's going to tell me something and ruin it hmm. so i definitely know people that have binge watched again like, like game of thrones where there's a lot of like twists and stuff because mm-hmm. they're like no, no don't tell me i'm going to binge watch it or people that have like binge watched the marvel movies because they want to get caught up but not like have anything ruined for them binge watching in general is a motivation so people who plan to binge so that's kind of like that idea of like all right on saturday i'm gonna turn off my phone i'm gonna watch tv for 11 hours who turns off their phone i mean that's part of it that's binge a different watching thing. and phone scrolling i knew a kid who was a binge masturbator and this <laughs> this is not even like a full joke it's a partial joke he definitely would plan this is when in high school he would plan on the weekends he's like yeah i'm gonna like see how many times i can pound off this weekend <laughs> and then he thought he had testicular cancer because he had a lot of pain in his groin and his mom took him to the doctor and the doctor told his mom to watch him because he was masturbating too much <laughs> what an embarrassing moment oh what a country i was just about to say the kid's first and last name but i didn't <laughs> good usually when i talk to you in private all these stories end with their first and last i know name. <laughs> Yeah, there's one guy that comes up a lot. Dependency is another motivation. So this is we're now we're getting to like the the problematic mm-hmm, motivations. Mm-hmm. So dependency is having a negative impact if you can't get that TV time. Hmm. And so this might be someone who they need it for release. They need mm-hmm. it for relax. So this is a high correlation with that coping escapism mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, work sucked, traffic sucked. I just want to sit and watch like three episodes of this thing. And then if you get home, you can't like, you get really, really antsy and agitated. So you're like, you like, oh, guys I have to go to the bathroom. You sit in the bathroom watching an episode of a TV show. Last one's loss of control. So this is purely related to the, uh, not intentional binging. So this is someone who would say, I watched more than I planned to. Mm. I missed out on doing something like this happened very rarely for me, but there's definitely times where I'm like, I'm going to go for a run in like 10 minutes and I'll put on a show while I get ready. Then I'm like, fuck, I'm going to do one more show. And then it's like two hours later. I'm like, well, a little bit too hot out now. And the show is getting really good. This one is actually really strongly correlated with high scores on the audit, which is the drug and alcohol abuse scale. Hmm. So basically there's like a tendency for people that lose control over stuff. Music make me lose control. Yep. That's another one. Real quick as a capper, why this is important to talk about. There, there's actually a lot of research showing the costs of binge watching okay. and binge TV watching. Like so, not just the cost for the streaming service. So the main cost is $12 a month unless you want multiple screens at <laughs> once and then it's 15 uh, People who report higher levels of binge watching tend to be more depressed and anxious and socially isolated. Okay. Which is actually interesting because now on Netflix, they're doing that like group watch option. Yeah. Which I haven't done before, but I, I want to try it. I'm wondering if... Remember when you used to be friends with people on 
Netflix. I wish they had that again. Yeah, I liked that. Because you I could def- see people's ratings and that I liked. And I definitely loved I would have friends, we would like be at a bar and they're like, Hey, you haven't seen this show yet? And then they would like give me a recommendation on Netflix. And mm-hmm. so it would pop up on mine the next time I went on to it. I, yeah. that I liked a lot. I don't know why they they removed that. They removed the star rating to just thumbs up, thumb down. Yeah. They also removed the word Q and now have it called list. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess it's not a Q anymore. It's not a Q. Yeah. I mean, that was when they used to send. <gasps> Remember that? That was so fun. That I loved. I got. I actually thought the other day about going back to that version of it because uh, I, <laughs> I don't so... think they have it anymore. They do. They do? For the, the middle of the country that it doesn't have like like uh, fast enough internet. They still have. They, they'll send you discs. But anyways, uh, also one of the, the, the largest problems with binge watching is actually it really interferes with your sleep. Oh, yeah. So there's a huge correlation with people who binge watch and people with self-reported insomnia. University of... Yeah, uh, that makes sense. uh, Michigan, uh, they did a a study with 423 young adults between 18 and 25. Eight out of 10 participants said that they identified themselves as a binge watcher or or have had a binge within the past week. And I think for there, they identified it as watching more TV than you intended to. And they had some sort of metric with it. Well, I do feel like binge watching when it happens is often like late into the night. Yes. Yeah, ex- exactly. And so one out of three people that identified as being a binge watcher also said it caused poor sleep or affected their sleep hmm. negatively. Some reasons why it causes poor sleep. One is just that often a binge will tend to push your bedtime back or makes your yeah. bedtime more unpredictable yeah a lot of people i see for insomnia i am willing to bet 90 percent of the people with insomnia also report having a tv in their bedroom and watching right. tv to fall asleep and so that's a big thing if you're binge watching the family guy to fall asleep oftentimes people will stay up much later than they meant to mm-hmm. uh, also watching tv or or prolonged TV watching will increase mental stimulation, particularly in the evening. It increases pre-sleep arousal. So you, you'll see more activation in your... hey Hey-o. You'll see your more brain activity and more brainwave activity in the evening time the more you watch TV, which is not good for sleep. Like you want it to be slower brain activity. Yeah. And so like reading, listening to music are less stimulating boring. activities. Um, boring things. Even though a binge feels relaxing and feels like an escape, it actually will ramp up our body's stress levels. Mm. And so this is actually an interesting parallel with smoking, where like when you smoke tobacco, it tends to feel relaxing, but from a, a like a biological standpoint, yeah, physiologically, it's a it's a stimulant. Again, people who say like, "Oh, I smoke right before bed," it's like, "Oh, wait, that's actually not great for you because that's." much more stimulating it's going to make you same thing with tv watching mm-hmm. it feels relaxing but it's actually very stimulating mm-hmm. but also these binge watching so there's this interesting study i recently saw where there is a parallel increase in cortisol and oxytocin when people binge watch tv shows okay and so the oxytocin it increases this like good warm connection feeling yeah which actually draws people into watching tv often but the cortisol is like a stress hormone and that actually really impacts sleep. And so this is the same same hormone you see when people have like anxiety and trauma-related disorders. Yeah. So even if you can fall asleep after watching TV, it increases the chances that you wake up often throughout the night because you have a higher stress hormone. Makes sense. So the encouragement is to like set a time limit for how, how much TV you're watching. I know, but I do feel like this is something that comes up a lot with me and parents that I work with, that they think their kids are addicted to their, their phones. Oh, their love. where i feel like i don't really know if that's a thing yet but i do feel like 
people are addicted to TV and watching. So even if you're like, I don't know, it's just a big habit change if you're going to stop binging. It's a big ask. Yeah. I will. I'll, I'll tell people like, just give it a week, just one week without it. You know, if your sleep doesn't change whatsoever, you can go back. Of the people that try it, the majority come back and say, you know, I didn't, I didn't do it. I did it for a night. It didn't work. I went yeah. back to it. It is. It's huge because like any behavior change, it, it will get a little worse because you're used to it. Mm-hmm. The other thing too, is that often people are using the, the TV for noise or for like background sound. And so when they turn it off, but they don't replace it with anything. And so that that silence is really hard to sleep through. So like, turn on a fan instead, or yeah, or, or lately, also some people like feel, and I've done, I've got, I got, I get this, but like, some people feel like they're it's their friends. Like, yeah, you watch TV, it's like you hang out with these people. Yeah, Samantha, Miranda, <laughs> Mr. Big, New York City, the fifth character. <laughs> Who else am I missing? Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw. Yep, big one. Carrie Bradshaw was the big one. So anyways. Um, one thing I've been doing on nights I can't sleep is I will download an audiobook and mm-hmm. set the timer and I'll like play that just for sound and something to listen to, but it's less stimulating than uh, a, a TV watching. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of risks involved in binge watching. It's dangerous. Or or not. It's not dangerous, but like it's it it could be Sounds interfering. Like it's moderate in moderation. In moderation is awesome. Yeah. Actually, that is a good thing because that's going back to that parallel of drug use and drinking. Like in moderation or in small doses, it's not really a problem. It depends on why you're doing it or how you're doing it. Like if it makes you happy and you have other reasons to feel happy or other ways to feel happy. Yeah. Like relax and watch a bunch of a TV show. But if that's your only coping, like if you're holding on for dear life throughout the day so you can go home and like knock out 12 episodes of something, yeah, that that's a problem. Yeah. Or if you're... If you f- you find that you're missing out on stuff because right, right. you're getting too drawn into a show, if like your friends want to meet up with you at nine o'clock and you're late because you're like, oh, sorry, I started another episode of Cheers. Are we talking AM or PM? It depends on what the activity is. Okay. Eight A if it's a breakfast date. Eight P if it's a cocktail date. I feel like watching TV in the morning is like bin- starting to binge watch in the morning is a problem. Yeah, much like drinking. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's actually funny that you say that because I was thinking about when like my my binges often happen, and there it definitely is related to like my cognitive resources. Mm-hmm. Like in the morning when I'm feeling good, like I will stop a show mid show because like I have other stuff to do. End of the night where I'm like exhausted and I have like no brain space to like inhibit anything. Like it does, it, it is hard to turn off that next episode of something. Yeah, yeah. So any recommendations for TV shows that people should binge watch? Orthodox. Orthodox. Unorthodox. Nef- I mean. Unorthodox on Netflix. Don't watch the rebuttal show <laughs> Orthodox about a lady from Berlin who escapes to go join an acidic community. Unorthodox on Netflix. Fan- shrill. Shrill. Yep. Shrill. Uh, Community just Hulu. came out. Oh, that the first three seasons are amazing. Yeah. Then it gets dicey. Shits Creek. Shits Creek. I I legit just binge that. Yeah. Like I'm all caught up. But that was that was for social because we were supposed to see them live. Mm. Um, what's coming up in your life, Diana? We have we have a couple more minutes before the next podcast has to get taped in here. So <laughs> we have, we have the studio for a couple more minutes. Also, Zeus is starting to get antsy for dinner, so we have a couple more minutes. Um, we, uh, I have a sourdough starter that is bubbling up, ready to go. Oh, Karen, yeah, yeah, and um, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make sourdough bread this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, do you think this people are listening at this point? Seventy-five percent of people listened to the end. What? 
What? 75% of the 10 listeners. (laughs) Yeah. So a quarter of a person. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, if you're still here with us, you're one of the few. Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 still in the majority. We love you. We love you. Eric one one one. I one one one. Then I mean that's pretty much the excitement around here these days, right? Making bread. Um I just got a bunch of heavy cream, so we're gonna churn butter on the porch tomorrow. <laughs> uh that actually sounds delightful. The, that would be fun, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. We should. We should you know, we should open a shop that just makes and sells butter. Why not? Yeah. It's two thousand twenty. What would what, what, what would we call it? Butter your bread? No. Butter's better. You butter, you butter believe it. But better, butter get your butt in here. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love I love names of businesses that are super long. Um, uh, the butter. Just butter. Butter. B-U-T-T-H. You're really on this like slang, but uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. A butter Bing. It's a Chandler Bing themed <laughs> butter shop. All right. What about you? What uh, about you? No, Dan. <laughs> what about you? i'm still working and well i'm still working i know well you asked about me this is is my time nope i have the talking stick which is also (laughs) called the microphone i i'm still the only one employed here and so i'm just not i'm just kidding i'm working from home tomorrow at both my jobs and i am and i'm still doing my normal stuff trying to read more trying to like do a lot more self-care i'm getting really into making smoothies in the morning which is good as you can tell with my healthy glow in my hair i'm getting more vitamins mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to be thankful for everything that i have okay cool okay. all right well on that note i love you love you i love you bye bye Jesus Christ, Zeus. You are three inches dug into the couch. Hey. <laughs> He's got crazy hair. Zeus, who are you? Oh, now you're shy. Okay. <laughs>